Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Elbiotics, the postbiotic pioneer that helps maintain a healthy gut in pigs. Anamin, international supplier of bioavailable precision minerals to impact pigs' gut health. Purina Animal Nutrition, where swine research becomes your return on investment. Anamin, international supplier of precision minerals. When most trace minerals are only bioavailable, Anamin trace elements are also active in the digestive tract and permit secure piglets' gut health. I'm your host, Clayton Chastain, and today we have with us Dr. Carlos Pinheiro, the CEO of Animal Data Analytics. So Carlos, before we get started, would you mind giving the audience a short introduction about yourself? Hi, Clayton. Thanks. Uh, I love that word. Please send it to be here with this opportunity. Um, I am Vitz. I've been working in the spine industry for the last uh, 30 years. Um, I got my PhD recently, about four years ago, in, in Japan in Tokyo University, which is uh, which is unusual, and I have the privilege of being working in different uh, areas uh, like uh, reproduction, uh, nutrition, um, uh, manage, general management, etc. And right now, we're dedicated to help the people to get the best uh, from their business, just to, with the intelligent use of data of any, of any kind, leading a, a team of uh, almost 50 people. Uh, vets, uh, data scientists, mathematicians, engineers, and and I have to keep the wheels rolling. Yeah, so from what I understand, what I've seen that is you have quite a bit of experience in deciphering those data sets and highlighting the more important aspects of animal research. So I know we only have about nine minutes today, but what do you think some swine researchers like myself need to improve when it comes to collecting and interpreting data? And well, at the very end, always is a question of answer questions. And let's say that way. And something that I hear lately is, well, who needs applied research when you have big data? And normally, the best is the combination of those two worlds. Of course, you need certain extent of applied research, but you can do many things having data or even big data, not only because of the amount or because of the, of the uh, complexity of the data they are dealing with. Uh, in this sense, there's a classical confusion since many people, it's... Uh, is it, it's not differentiating data, information, and, and knowledge. They're not the same. Many companies, and it's something that I see from, well, let's say, from, from, from Vietnam to US and, and Europe, is that many companies are rich in data and poor in information. And in many cases, or the classical approach is that, well, we have a software, we can do many things. Well, yes, but in many cases, you don't need a software. You need an information system. This is a combination of software, hardware, because now we, we have a number of uh, sensors and uh, genes like uh, feeding systems or climate control systems together with uh, working protocol. This information system should be able to feed them with good information, either a guy that is working in a farm or a researcher like you, uh, including also uh, medium and high, high management. In many cases, and if people it's not because they are specialists in um, working on the farm or in the clinic observation uh, or whatever, but they are not specializing in analytics. And something that I, I see frequently that many people are suffering is we call kind of a joke, but it's a, it's, it's a, 
stress intoxication or intoxication of information. You're overwhelmed with a kind of with a lots of data and information. Um, to 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 take good care of this, there's a new profile that is arising from, from a basic standard, a very high standard that could be required for a um, for a researcher is the KPI key performance indicators manager, which is a person that is able to read and understand and use those KPIs from different data sources, generating the proper actions promptly, whatever uh, the, the, the standards that they are following for. Very basic to, to, to vets or researchers. Um, under this approach, uh, it's good that the use that we have been uh, doing that of uh, data in the last uh, years, this classical uh, KPIs are useful, but sometimes we need a, a new way of our understanding. Uh, for instance, uh, some absolutely uh, critical uh, indicators on mortality or retention rates that must be rethought or reused, but also new ones like uh, peaks delivering the lifetime of uh, salt that it was not so important now, or a concept that I love, which is the feed, feed, feed efficiency in lactating cells. Uh, this is uh, something that until now only matters that um, the cell is eating as much as possible, but now we need to understand that is uh, that is properly used for the, uh, for the cell. That in this concept, I am always, one of the good things when you are third to something years in this business is that you understand things better. And uh, uh, classical tools are great and we should not forget them, but sometimes we need a fine tuning or another use of that. And I'm in love with a productivity trees developed by Gary Dial, the University of Minnesota in the 90s. Very useful. We can understand better what's going on on a farm or in a, in a, in a company. Uh, but right now, if we could buy those classical tools with certain uh, artificial intelligence algorithms, algorithms, machine learning, deep learning, or others, uh, can generate great and new insights to improve they improve production in a very customized way to every farm because the improvement that you need in a, in a farm could be different or the way to uh, get those improvements in, in any farm could be very different in, in another in another way. And some others, and uh, this is something that is quite trendy and uh, lately, some of them, as I have mentioned before, uh, should be rethought or re or understood. Uh, for instance, mortality, source mortality. Um, I can't uh, visit a country and uh, find a, a producer, a vet or whatever, that is not concerned uh, about all this. And the Lord was, well, we have a number of sows dying or euthanized or, or, or whatever. Uh, mortality is not just mortality. It's an indicator of quality of production. It's kind of thermometer and must be interpreted together with other indicators, such as ancient or rage or only this mortality provides a picture of how the cells are coping with the challenges and stressors in different combinations because they're always present in the farms. For instance, thermal stress, social stress, catabolic, immunological ones, sometimes related to certain nutrients that are that are not there. And in many cases, it seems that have been clearly underestimated, as a number, a good number of recent papers demonstrate that. Straight up. So we have. We have done a good job. We have disaggregated all of them uh, as uh, technicians, researchers, or whatever. But we forgot about aggregation. 
and as Sal is experiences all of those challenges one on top of the other. And the challenge initially is only a bit sad about uh, uh, um, a bit loss of following rate or number of bits for the There was something that is not very important. Later on, we can observe clinical symptoms, something that is that we can observe in a practical way, abortion, mummies, uh, lameness or whatever. And at the very end, what that Sal is not able to deal with more stressors, one on top of the other, uh, dies or you need to euthanize the Sal or whatever. Uh, and probably this is even uh, I'm even more underestimated since uh, guilds are not properly uh, recorded in terms of the of uh, of uh, the deaths uh, because they are not um, uh, productive cells until they are made it so. Probably, um, uh, the problem is even uh, is even more serious than uh, than than we think, and uh, and we need to pay attention in particular to to that. So um, altogether, uh, we can say that cells um, in this case they talk us in many different uh, ways, and one of those ways is uh, through data. But we need we need to be able to read understand and come to some conclusions. It doesn't matter if you're a farmer staff person, if it or a researcher. The only difference is the questions that you that you place. I think they're of great help for this. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of piglet care. Fibro Animal Health Corporation. Healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. Novus International Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Alltech, providing you proven specialty ingredients to maximize pig health, sustainability, and profitability. A leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Novus's products and services look at the whole animal, focusing on productivity and well-being in order to feed the world affordable and wholesome food. For more information, visit Novus's website at www.novusint.com. Awesome. So thank you for coming on the show. I believe that's all the time we have today, and I appreciate you being here. My pleasure, Clayton. And to everyone else, thank you for listening to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast. Please visit us at swinenutritionblackbelt.com, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the next episode. See you next week. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we are constantly on the lookout for the latest updates in swine nutrition. And if you have a swine nutrition related research trial that you would be able to share on our podcast, please send an email to nutritionblackbelt at swineit.com and we would love to talk about your research. See you later.